Hey everyone, welcome to Know Your Food with Warty. I'm Warty in Southwest Oregon, a traditional food blogger at Ganalfglands.com and knowyourfoodpodcast.com. I'm glad you're here. This is the podcast where we're all about ditching those poisonous processed foods, breaking free from the conventional food paradigm, and instead embracing whole foods raised, saved, and prepared with traditional methods. It's fun, it's delicious, and it's healthy. You're on your way to looking good, feeling good, and most importantly, doing good. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Know Your Food with Warty. You will find the links and more at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 147. I'm so glad you're here with me today. And I'm actually on Periscope right now, live recording this. So welcome to all my live viewers and welcome to the listeners who come in later via Uh, knowyourfoodpodcast.com and or iTunes or Stitcher. Welcome to you all. I'm so glad you're joining me today. So it's going to be fun. Um, I'm prepping for a week at traditional cooking school where two of the posts that go up on the blog have to do with Trim Healthy Mama. About a year ago, I revealed that I had done Trim Healthy Mama diet with traditional foods only and lost 30 pounds, more than 30 pounds in a year. And I've maintained it for a year. And so I'm focusing this next coming week at traditionalcookingschool.com, both on the podcast and through a blog article, on sharing more information about this Trim Healthy Mama journey. Now, if you're not familiar with Trim Healthy Mama, I'll just explain it in a nutshell, even though there's you know, many places to look at it. And they have the brand new plan book that explains it very well and better than they did in the past. And I'm going to give a kudos right now to a commenter who said she's lost 65 pounds and maintained for over a year on Trim Healthy Mama. Awesome to you. Great job. Yeah, so you can um, you can Google for more information, but I'm going to give it give you just this quick overview in a nutshell of how Trim Healthy Mama works. The thing is, as we age, Um, our metabolism slow down, we may have more sedentary lifestyles. Um, We eating three square meals a day, uh, we tend to get more fuel than our bodies can burn. So we store it. So on the Trim Healthy Mama diet, you're not restricting yourself of um, really any food types, you're just rearranging the order you eat them so that every two and a half to three hours, you have a meal or snack that only has one fuel source. Now, fuel sources are either fats or carbs. So you're eating fats and protein together or you're eating carbs and protein together. And that way your body gets the fuel that it needs to burn for two and a half to three hours, you know, the time after you eat that meal or snack, uh, but it doesn't get excess to store as fat. And if you do this, um, you just, most people who are generally healthy, um, actually, I shouldn't say that, most people. There's, this is not a one-size-fits-all. I'm not going to say it's going to work for everybody, but it works for a ton of people. Um, even people who are very, very sick, who may lose weight more slowly than somebody who's generally healthy, that the weight is just going to drop off them, everybody tends to lose weight. Um, and I just got a question in the comments, are there more benefits to Trim Healthy Mama than just weight loss? Absolutely. Can break your sugar addictions, and we know how bad sugar addictions can be in terms of fatigue and weight gain and uh, focus and irritability and skin issues and all kinds of things. Um, Hormones can improve. People are getting off meds for their thyroid and other kinds of meds. Um, It can help with all kinds of issues. Um, Plus, 
you know, you, if you do it right with traditional foods, you can do tradition, you can do trim healthy mom, and you can also be working on your gut at the same time. So anyway, that's in a nutshell of what trim healthy mama is. And when I started it, I was determined to do it with traditional foods. I didn't want to change the foods that we love, that we believe to be uh, nutrient dense. In the comments, somebody is saying, yes, their skin improved, no more cracked heels, and they're off their blood pressure meds. And someone else is saying less stress on the body overall. So yes, those are examples of great benefits. So I was determined to start it with traditional foods because I believe in traditional foods. I believe they're nutrient dense. They feed our body, not empty calories, but nutrients. And we're starved for nutrients in today's world with all the toxins, the environmental stresses, bad water, um, the stress of life, just the complicate, everything about our world is just difficult. I mean, we live in this broken world and we have this extra load of antibiotics and toxins and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I was determined to keep using traditional foods, but I wanted to get off this weight that had packed on over the course of 10 years. I was eating healthy, I was exercising, and nothing really was working. I wasn't terribly overweight, but it bothered me. I needed to lose a little bit. So I was like, I'm gonna give Trim Healthy Mama a plant, a Trim Healthy Mama a shot but I'm not gonna depart from the nutrition principles that I believe in. And it just so happens that Trim Healthy Mama is um, developed by two sisters, and one of them is a traditional foodie. So there's a lot of traditional food influence, recipes, and uh, standards and principles in the diet. If you have read it in the past, you have to know that recently, the end of 2015, they came out with a brand new plan book and a brand new cookbook. And both are a huge improvement on the first. The first was this big tome. The recipes were hard to follow because they weren't in the standard format we're used to in most cookbooks. And they've broken it down into two. So take another look if you discarded it before because you said it's overwhelming, it's too hard, whatever. Get the plan book, get the cookbook, get both. I will have links to both of them for you at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 147. And several people are agreeing with me in the comments. So... That's a little bit about Trim Healthy Mama, and that's a little bit about my story and my goal. And now here I am two years after doing it, and on the blog um, at knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash thmtips, which will be published um, the week that this podcast is going to air, um, I'm going to share my tips for uh, doing Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods. So you definitely got to check that out. That's knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash thmtips. Until that post goes live, it's going to be connected to my story of how I lost the 30 pounds in one year. When the post goes live, it will be the tip post. On this podcast, I'm not going to cover the tips. I want you to go read the, I want to have separate content, okay, for this. I want to share something different, something fun that really suits like an audio file, um, and all the video that's airing right now on Periscope and will be embedded at the show notes. So I wanted to talk about something that's been on my mind. And it comes up when people ask me, what's your advice about Trim Healthy Mama? Oh, by the way, I need to say this. A disclaimer, I am not authorized by Trim Healthy Mama to teach the Trim Healthy Mama diet. So everything I share is my own experience and you can take it or leave it. Um, I'm just sharing my stories, okay? Uh, so... If I were starting Trim Healthy Mama all over again with traditional foods, what would I do differently? Uh, so that's the point of this podcast. And I have one, two, three, four, five things to say. And there, what would I do differently? But also, you know, what would I keep better in mind? What would I do better? Okay, so if I were starting Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods all over again, dot, dot, dot. And now I'm going to share these 
I lost count again, uh, five things. So number one, I would plan ahead knowing that the first week or so I was going to be really hungry. <laughs> and I've heard this from friends who've tried it. They said, I'm starving. Well, I was starving that first week. I think the body has to go through an adjustment and you're kind of looking at the clock and you're saying, okay, I just ate a meal or a snack and I can't eat anything again for two and a half to three hours. So I burned this efficiently. Um, and I got really hungry. So it's not that I was under eating. It's just that my body was changing. So it was a little bit uncomfortable and you just have to push through that. So I would tell that to myself again, if I was doing it again, I would just say, be aware you're going to be hungry the first week. That's okay. Your body is changing. Be sure to take advantage of eating every two and a half to three hours. Cause you're going to need it. You're going to need those healthy snacks and meals. Uh, so that was number one kind of a very simple thing. And it's probably true of any diet change you make. Like if you're going to do a whole 30 or if you're going to cut out major allergens from your diet, or you're going to change from a standard American diet to traditional foods, there's probably that similar adjustment in all of them. Wouldn't you say? I think so. So number two, I wouldn't look at the scale so much. <laughs> I, uh, I'm not going to say I got on the scale every day. I might have at certain times. Um, I'm generally not a slave to the scale, but it's just that when you're on a diet with the goal of losing weight, that tends to be the way you measure it, the most obvious way to measure it. And, and we as women, how much, do you, how much do we weigh? It's sort of like, I mean, yes, our clothes size and how we feel and stuff matters too, but some, for some reason, the scale number is like elevated to the top of the list of what we are. And if you get on the scale frequently and you measure yourself by that, you can, um, you can be defeated by that. So I would tell myself, don't get on the scale so much. And keep in mind, Wardy, I'm talking to myself here because this is my story. Um, your path to weight loss and getting healthy depends on you and your overall level of health. So as I mentioned before, if someone was very unhealthy, lots of gut issues, hormone issues, in trim healthy mama world, they're considered a turtle. You know, they're a slow loser. And so some people are going to lose slow. Um, others are just going to drop the weight really fast. Myself, I would characterize as like stop and go traffic. Like the first week it was eight pounds and then it slowed down. It was just a trickle. And every time I had my cycle, I even gained a little bit. And then I might for a couple months not do anything. And then it might drop really hard like a brick, low like a brick. And so that's why I say stop and go traffic. It was never, I mean, it was slow and steady. I lost more than 30 pounds over the course of a year, but I would lose a chunk and then I wouldn't lose any and then I would lose a chunk. So even though I continued to weigh myself just so I could see progress, I stopped weighing myself so often and instead I paid attention to my clothes and they were fitting better and I was healthier and I felt better and I felt more attractive and I looked more attractive and those things, to be honest, far more important to me than this stupid idea that I've carried way too long in my life about clothing size. Now I know it's not size, it's shape and health and how you feel and all that stuff. Getting a comment they used to check every day and now you haven't been on the scale since May. Awesome. Someone else is saying, going by how you feel and how your clothes fit. Awesome. Well, that is one thing that I would tell myself if I was starting out all over again is pay less attention to the scale, Wardy, and pay more attention to how you feel and how your clothes fit because that's way more important. So that was number two. Number three, uh, 
Yeah, number three has to do with food. So in Trim Healthy Mama, there are some non-traditional food items. And one of them is this product called glucomannan. And Trim Healthy Mama makes the argument that it's this root, fibrous root that has very little sugar, lots of fiber. Um, it can be very filling and not give you any calories and provide ca fiber for you. And so it's a way to thicken things like gravies and puddings without adding calorie, where you know typically you'd be using like cornstarch or arrowroot or flour to thicken, and then you're giving your body starch. Well, they're using this thing called glucomannan. Makes things creamy and thick. Um, it doesn't work the same that... Um, as like starches or flour. In this one, you blend, and the more you blend, the thicker it gets. Okay, it's called glucomannan, and Trim Healthy Mama people call it maybe glucci or gluky or something like that. Anyway, I was like, I'm gonna try it. So I got a bag. <laughs> Someone's saying slimy. Exactly, it makes things slimy. I did not care for the texture at all. It makes things slimy. It also, um, I found that I didn't really use it because I didn't care for the texture, but then I was like, I don't really need this. This, I can't even think of any time in the last two years except the time that I purposely set out to make their pudding that I thought I need to thicken this. I just have not had the need for it. So it's still sitting in the cup. I should get rid of it. So anyway, I would not try the glucomannan products, but there's another way that this comes in. Oh, first I wanted to tell you, a lot of people use it like for snacks, like to have a no calorie snack pudding that um, fills them up. So it satisfies them, but it doesn't provide you know, extra food when they don't need the extra food. And we're getting a whole bunch of comments. I don't use it. I don't like it. I don't care for it. Didn't need it, et cetera. So you all are agreeing with me. I love that. So I noticed though, that it was used often in snacks, like pudding and such. I, I could be wrong about that. I'm just trying to think back, back when I first read the cookbook. And you know, there's so many other snacks that I've turned to instead. My favorite snack is jicama which is sweet and crunchy like an apple, but it's not sugary. It's a great snack food for diabetics. It's a great snack food for trim healthy mama-ites, <laughs> especially those who love traditional foods. So jicama with a little almond butter or even a snack of just a couple almonds. I'm not afraid of having a few calories in a snack, and I certainly just didn't care for the glucomannan. Now there's another gluco product. They're called Miracle Noodles. So they were mentioned in the cookbook they have this fishy um, flavor when you open them. The reason they stood out to me because they were talking about the smell. You love jicama too, fantastic. So they're talking about the smell, be sure to rinse them like two minutes or rinse them till the fishy smell goes away. So they're these miracle noodles, they're no calorie. They're made out of this glucomannan. They're high, high fiber. And they basically can take the place of noodles in any of your noodle dishes with no calories. So if you want to have a Trim Healthy Mama S meal, S is protein and fat, like a spaghetti sauce with a fatty beef, um, you can have it with these miracle noodles. And, you know, Trim Healthy Mama has their own version of these. I don't, forgot what they're called, naughty noodles, or someone just said, if that's what I saw it as. Um, and they're saying they don't smell as fishy. The fishy was not overwhelming to me. I just rinsed it away. So let's just, whether it's Trim Healthy Mama's brand or the Miracle Noodle brand, we're talking about these glucomannan noodles. Um, it's high fiber, no calorie. You use them as noodles. They actually uh, taste good. They work good. I ordered some. I tried them. Um, probably after the fourth or fifth time I had them, I started putting two and two together. And this is just my experience. 
everybody else who's eating them, loving them. I don't really have anything against them nutritionally. It seems to make sense. I had an extreme reaction to them. I would wake up in the middle of the night with this overwhelming urge to vomit and I would have to swallow and swallow and swallow and swallow. So, and it was like dry heaving. I've never had such a strong urge to vomit even when I had the flu. Of course I didn't vomit, but it was just it was just like my whole digestive system was saying, you know, get whatever, get out of me. I, I can't even describe it. And I'd wake up in the night, I was sweating. I was dry heaving. I felt like I had to vomit. I have to swallow, 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 swallow. And I'm scaring you guys away from them. I'm sorry. I just wanted to share my experience. So like the fourth or fifth time, I was like, you know, I had the miracle noodles at dinner tonight. And... I wonder if that's causing it. So pay attention next. Have them one more time at least, Wardy, and pay attention. And this happened in the middle of the night, my like observation, putting two and two together. So I honestly kind of forgot about it. And then the next week we had spaghetti or something, and I made myself the miracle noodles, and I'd forgotten that they could be potentially causing this night sweat vomiting thing, the no vomiting thing. Um, and then that night I woke up having that same experience again. And then I remembered, you did have the miracle noodles again, Wardy. You obviously cannot have these anymore. So I stopped having them. And again, the ingredient is glucomannan, which is soluble fiber extracted from the root of a Japanese plant. It's been used for ages. So I don't have any issues with it as a non-food. It is a root and it has this quality of no calories and fiber, and it can be a bulk filler in your meals so that you can have noodles, but not have the starch, you know, so your meal can be trim healthy mama. Um, I personally had a reaction to them. And so instead, I just turned to whole food, non-starchy things for my noodles, or, you know, limited starch. So I'll have some spaghetti squash that I use as noodles, or I'll do zoodles from zucchini, or I'll slice, um, cabbage very thinly and steam it and have cabbage noodles. So there are ways that I figured out <laughs> to have noodles without going the miracle noodle route, which honestly, I, I'm afraid <laughs> of ever touching those again. And I guess, you know, I'm seeing in the comments that people are not having the reaction to the, the noodles from Trim Healthy Mama. So I'm thrilled to hear that. Uh, I guess if I was trying Trim Healthy Mama again, I would just say, stay away from those. And anyway, you don't need them. You know, if somebody, if you guys don't have a reaction, that's fantastic. I did have a reaction and I, you know, just, I don't need to have them. <laughs> so that's what I would tell myself if I was starting all over again. And a comment is saying I would be too. And MCT oil did that to me. Huh? Interesting. I've not actually had MCT oil, so I can't uh, reflect on that at all. Okay, so point number four. Once again, if I were starting Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods all over again, dot, 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 all I need for dessert is dark chocolate. <laughs> so I started out and I tried some of their desserts and then you have to deal with the whole, what am I going to use to sweeten it and what flour and whatnot? Well, if I have dark chocolate, and I'm talking about 90% dark chocolate, it's very dark. Um, I can have a great E or S meal and two squares of that dark chocolate is just fantastic with any meal. I mean, I think so. I'm just going to qualify that with, you know, double check that with your own understanding of the plan. But a couple squares suits me just fine, is more satisfying, is a fantastic dessert with any meal. I just love it. And it's very simple. Um, you can purchase it 
you can look for brands that are 90% dark chocolate that you're happy with. Um, you could also make your own. It's called, I mean, all these years that I've been in traditional cooking, I've called um, the kind that Trim Healthy Mama promotes. They call it skinny chocolate, and I've called it coconut bark. But it's coconut oil and chocolate, and then it's sweetened. But you're going to sweeten it with a Trim Healthy Mama sweetener that's a no sugar. So stevia, or they often would use xylitol or erythritol. So you've got the cookbook or you have oodles of different variations on the internet. You just have to try them because some people make them and their recipe doesn't taste good to you. In fact, the comments are saying, I tried to make several recipes and they were a no. Well, let me know. Do you, do you have one you found out that, I mean, found that works for you? I have been relying on 90% dark chocolate, but I actually would like to save money um, from buying it. So I'm going to revisit this idea of making a... Um, a coconut bark or skinny chocolate to satisfy my little dessert thing. Um, but anyway, that's where I ended up. Whereas the first few months I, I did baking, I did muffins or cakes or, you know, things with almond flour or cream cheese. And I made my own cheese. I just made soft cheese and our milk is raw. And so the cream could be skimmed away. So the cheese itself had no fat. And I would use the cream to make butter or use it as sour cream and S meals. But the cheese that was no fat or low fat would be great in um, desserts, either kind or meals, either kind S or E. By the way, I've told you to S is a fat or protein meal. E is a carb slash protein meal. Those are the, uh, what the acronyms mean. Um, so anyway, look for skinny chocolate if, if you think that could work for you. Someone is saying the THM dessert recipes were no-go. We chose to go a more traditional foodie route after that. Okay, great. I mean, you have to do what works for you. And um, it may be that you say, Trim Healthy Mama, I want to do Trim Healthy Mama 80% of the time, but as far as the desserts, because I have to go to xylitol or erythritol, I'm just going to have those be a crossover or a cheat. And I'm going to allow a honey or maple syrup or a coconut sugar sweetened dessert once a week. And I do allow myself, even when I was on the process of losing 30 pounds, I did allow myself occasional cheats um, because we were having a birthday party or whatever. And I wasn't trying to be 100%. I was trying to make progress. And I was making progress. So I wanted to enjoy food, enjoy, you know, the, the family event, the fellowship or whatever the bigger picture was at times. Um, I know that's not the way a lot of people approach it, so I'm not saying that's the way the way I did it. It has to be the way everybody approaches it. You have to decide that for yourself. There's some people that have to go 100% if they're going to do it. I'm not a 100% kind of person. I'm a mostly, <laughs> mostly going to do it kind of person. Uh, you might have a que question about xylitol or erythritol. I know I did. I looked into them. I believe there is a case that can be made that xylitol or erythritol um, could be part of a healing, somebody's healing journey. The reason is because um, if you're trying to heal your gut or you're doing Trim Healthy Mama for weight loss um, and you're, you're restricted from something that just is so important to you, sweets, that um, a little bit of enjoyment in your food can go a long way to keeping you happy on that journey you're on. And so somebody, there are people that are allergic to stevia. It's a sweet herb. So their only option is nothing. So in that situation, xylitol or erythritol. 
um, could step in there on, you know, limited amounts to just give them that little bit of enjoyment in their food that they need to keep going. And I've spoken about this at length with my friend Megan from Eat Beautiful. Um, we haven't talked about it in terms of Trim Healthy Mama, but we've talked about it in terms of a gut healing diet, that part of the healing journey is being happy. It has a profound impact on how you handle the journey. And so for some family members or yourself, people have decided to allow xylitol or erythritol or, you know, something else so that the food is beautiful and enjoyable and it makes it worth the journey. Again, this is something that everybody is probably a little bit different on, but I'm just saying that for me, a case can be made that xylitol or erythritol can be part of that. So if I don't have any judgment whatsoever for somebody doing tradition trim healthy mama, even on traditional foods, who's allows a little bit of xylitol or erythritol. I do have some qualifications to make on that. I think it should be very sparing, and we should overall try to um, break our sh- sweet addictions. Also, xylitol or erythritol are these huge markets, and most of what's on the market is from genetically modified corn. So you have to be very, very, very careful about your source. And I would look for non-GMO xylitol or erythritol. Me personally, I would prefer erythritol over xylitol, and that's because erythritol has gone through a fermentation. Um, And there's a whole bunch of chemistry on this that I'm not going to go into, but your body can better handle it. It's called a sugar alcohol. So you 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 taste sweet, but your body doesn't handle it the way it does um, sugar, it handles it a little bit differently. Anyway, it's called a sugar alcohol, and the erythritol has been kind of pre-fermented, so it's easier on the body, especially for sensitive people. And like I told you, I reacted to the miracle noodles. I react to xylitol, and I get intense digestive cramps. And I don't really react to much food, but I've reacted to those two things very strongly, stronger than anything in my life. Um, and I don't react to erythritol. I'm getting a comment, xylitol gives me cramps. So I'm going into this just to kind of give a nod to its role. And um, I myself tried erythritol a couple times in the very beginning, like, but then I settled on dark chocolate and decided I'm just not gonna, I just don't need this. Plus I wanted to be an example for all of you that it could be, that it's possible to do Trim Healthy Mama without doing any of those. So in the comments, people are saying that Trim Healthy Mama brand is non-GMO and the Now brand is non-GMO. So that's good information. So if you want to dabble in that, and again, no judgment, um, those are two good options for you. Definitely go non-GMO, and I would recommend the erythritol over the xylitol. And if you want more information about erythritol and its role in a gut healing diet, because it is, there are lots of gut healing practitioners out there who, who say, you know, who allow for erythritol in the protocol. Um, there's information on it, probably lots of places, but the place I know in particular is at um, Donna Gates's Body Ecology website. So you could, um, I don't, Google probably bodyecology.com. And do a space. This is in your browser bar. Bodyecology.com a space and then erythritol. And then you we pull up the information. She discusses the fermentation and why it's superior to xylitol and how um, it can be a part of a gut healing journey. And so I apply kind of the same reasoning to how it could be part of a trim healthy mama journey as well. Going back to my point though, number four, I have decided all I need for dessert is dark chocolate. (laughs) And when you do need other things, like I have a great cheesecake recipe where I use stevia to sweeten it. So I haven't really, uh, because I've kept sweets very simple, I haven't needed 
to really get into the sugar alcohols like xylitol, erythritol. I also told you already, I want to be a good example. FYI, exactly. Xylitol is deadly for dogs, says a commenter. Thank you for bringing that up. It is deadly for dogs. So it's something that if you had in your home, you definitely want to uh, lock up, keep high, you know, nowhere where the dog can get into it unattended. Uh, just a quick reminder here that the things I'm talking about, the notes are going to be at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 147. So if you're listening to this after this podcast has been released, uh, iTunes or Stitcher, you know, traditionalcookingschool.com, you can just go to the show notes and get links and more and notes for all the things we're discussing. So I have one more point. It's number five. Once again, if I were starting Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods all over again, dot, 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 I would use sweet leaf stevia from the start. So uh, emphasis on sweet leaf stevia. So over the years, I've tried lots of stevia brands. And um, of course, my number one criteria is natural processing. Stevia is a sweet tasting herb that is not sweet, and it can be and it's very uh, concentrated, so a little goes a long way. I don't have a lot of sweets anymore. I add it to my maca coffee that I make. So I do an herbal coffee blend. I mix it with sour cream and maca powder, and I sweeten with sweet leaf stevia. So anyway, emphasis on the sweet leaf because that brand is naturally processed. They have both a liquid and a powder. The liquid is even more natural than the powder in terms of the processing and has no aftertaste. It is an amazing stevia. So I would just know that from the beginning. If, you know, hindsight is better than, I don't remember what the phrase is, but if only hindsight could inform all of our life's journeys, right? Actually, I'm not advocating for that because we learn so much from trial and error, don't we? So I would still, I would just use sweet leaf stevia from the start. So you can find it on Amazon. You could probably find it if you have a um, good health food section or a health food store. Do they have a plain flavor? Yes, they do. In our store, our local grocery store has a really nice health food section. They have a whole row of all these flavored sweet leaf stevias, but they have a plain as well. And I've also talked before on Ask Wardy and maybe even this podcast, um, they have these little um, tabs and they're just tiny, and one is the perfect um, perfect to sweeten any beverage, and they dissolve in hot or cold water. But I do use the liquid most often because it's the least processed. So anyway, they do have a uh, plain. I'll have the links for you at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 147, or just search on Amazon, Sweet Leaf Brand. If you do use the link at the show notes, you'll be supporting Traditional Cooking School with your purchase. It doesn't cost you any more, but a small amount of it will go to support us. Um, so the stevia is for smoothies, desserts, beverages. Um, that's it. Those are my five points. Should I just review them really quick? I would plan ahead knowing that the first week or so I'd be really hungry. Number two, I would not look at the scale so much. Three, I would not try the glucomannan products. Um, I would instead use jicama for snacks. I would use vegetables for noodles. Number four, all I need for dessert is dark chocolate. And number five, I would use sweet leaf brand stevia from the start. So uh, we've got a couple minutes here before I disconnect. So for our live viewers, do you have any questions or do you have any tips to share? Um, are you doing Trim Healthy Mama with traditional foods? Do you have any comments? 
go ahead and put them in the comments now along with your first name. And if you're listening to this replay later, I want to hear from you as well at the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 147. You can share your tips or comments about this. A comment coming in right now, do I, you, do I use the flour blend they talk about? No, I don't. We use einkorn in our house and all our baked goods are sourdough. So whether it's bread or crepes or English muffins or whatever, I use our own sourdough baked goods with einkorn and I just use them in emails and small amounts. So I have no, I have not purchased any of their products or very many different products. Um, I just use our, I use our traditional foods with the Trim Healthy Mama rearrangement of what to eat when. They don't even tell you when, it's just how to put them together. Tony is saying, thanks, Wardy, for all you do to help us all eat better, smarter. I appreciate that, Tony. Thank you so much for your encouragement and feedback. And God bless you. It's just an honor uh, that I get to do what I love and share it with all of you. It just wouldn't mean the same if I didn't get to share it. (laughs) That's honestly true. Shelly is saying thank you. You're so welcome, Shelly. And I'm just thrilled that we still have 50 viewers on with us and the hearts have been flowing the whole time. Thank you so much. Another commenter is saying, I love the way you're doing THM. That's my goal. This has been wonderful intro. Great. So what you want to watch for is tr- uh, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash THM tips, which you're live with me today, but it will be available by the time this podcast airs. Uh, Lisa's saying she's tried the book. It's too confusing. Has the second book. Didn't see that, but hopefully it'll go better for you. And I missed two other comments are going too fast. Okay, well, God bless you all. Thank you so much for being here. Um, And hit up the show notes, knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash 147 for links and more. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to see you again very soon. Let me tell you what you can do next. You can visit the show notes for this episode. Just go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash, and then without a space, Type the number of this episode. You'll get links and much more information about what we've been talking about. You can submit questions for future episodes. I love to answer your questions on the air, so go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash questions to submit them. You can stop by traditionalcookingschool.com to get five free traditional cooking videos from me. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the podcast app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Know Your Food with Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to knowyourfoodpodcast.com slash iTunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that other people will find this podcast. Thank you so much.